Welcome to the Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Programme. Today is day 90, looking at Deuteronomy 26 and 27, and then John chapter 18 and the first 18 verses. Now as we go into Deuteronomy, let's talk about giving and tithing. The people were to plant and grow and harvest a crop. They were to have animals that they were to breed for meat. And when it came time to bring in the harvest of fruit or crop, and when it came time to portion the meat, the Lord was to get the first fruits. What does this mean? Well, before they had decided who would get what in the family or community, they were to set aside an allotted amount for God and his purposes. It was an offering to God, to be thinking upon him and with thankfulness for the bounty they had, and to be thinking upon the will of God and what he desires of the people. The portion they were to give was 10%. Notice 10% from the start, from the harvest. Not after they took what they needed, rather before any division was made. 10% was for the Lord. I want you to notice in the third year, in verse 12, where that tithe would go. To the Levites, meaning the tribe that had been specifically ordained to handle the holy items and run the sacrificial system. Then to the sojourner, to the traveller, to the one who was foreign in the land. Then to the fatherless, and putting it into context here, this would mean no food or no money coming to the household if there was no father. And finally, to the widow. And notice why so that they could be part of the community of believers and have all their needs specifically to eat completely met. Now let's apply that post-Christ. We know that Jesus talked on many occasions about sacrificial giving. He taught that we are to rely on God and give God all that we have. Yes, this is still to be from the first fruits. We are to consider his ways first, not our needs first. Yet what is the principle we learn from Deuteronomy? Well, we start with the first fruits. We start with 10%, but we recognise that God may call us to give much more. And where should we give? We should give to the church, to the missionary, to the orphan, to the widow, or essentially, to summarise, to those serving God and to those in need. Over the years, I've watched how churches have twisted and ignored this simple principle, yet it is so clear. God wants the church to give so that those who serve or who do not have will have their needs met. Consider your position. Do you give in this manner? Do you need to return to scripture and get a better understanding of how the Lord seeks for you to handle finances? Keep that in mind as we head into John's gospel. Jesus has reassured his disciples and has prayed for them. Now we re-enter the passion narrative with the betrayal of Jesus. Judas led the soldiers and the Pharisees straight to Jesus, who was in the garden of Gethsemane. There was no hesitation from Judas. He was content to give Jesus over to death. There was also no hesitation from Peter, ready to attack, to defend, to fight for the sake of Jesus. And in both of these men, we see they were devoted to their actions, yet neither were right. And sometimes we can be devoted, but for the complete wrong reasons. Most shocking was Peter's denial of Jesus, not once, but three times. This was Peter, willing to attack to protect Jesus, now shrinking into the shadows, seeking to save his own life. It has really challenged me as I read these verses. We can so easily be hot and cold for Jesus, one minute ready to do whatever the Lord requires of us, the next shrinking back because we don't like the potential suffering that we might have if we're loyal to the Lord. I was drawn to humble myself as I read these passages and ask the Lord to sustain me as a faithful servant, no matter what comes my way. I wonder, do you feel the same? Do you feel that you love Jesus, openly associate with him, but when things get tough, it's all too easy to hide? If you do, today I want to pray for you. 
Father, we pray for those individuals that are struggling to openly associate with the Lord Jesus Christ. To those who struggle with the persecution, the name-calling, the laughter, the mocking. Father, to each one of those, we pray that you would sustain them as faithful servants. That you would remind them that yes, this world does not like us. This world does hate us. But our Lord Jesus overcame the sin in this world, overcame this world, overcame death, and we are victorious in his name. So Father, we pray that you would strengthen believers today to be indeed all for Jesus. We pray in his name. Amen.